225 as the weight. We got a live one. Lock it out. Alvin Kamara. I didn't know much about him, and I put his tape in, and I almost fell over. 233 pounds, 41-inch vertical, 29 on the bench press. That's a creative player on Matt. Wow. I mean, that is just nutty. I saw two or three scouts look at their stopwatch and show other scouts as if, hey, did you get that? Did, am I reading this right? There you go, huh? Welcome into the Action Network podcast. We are presented by our friends at BetMGM, the king of sports books. I'm your host today, Brendan Glasheen. We are getting set for the NFL draft, April 25th through the 27th. Here to join me to discuss and how to properly get ready to bet the NFL draft. Whatever market, number one pick, uh, player position picks, over-under selections based on where a guy might fall in the draft. Evan Abrams over at Action Network, the director of research and media. And we have Travis Reed of Bet Labs joining us. He was with us last year for this episode. Really enjoyed it last season, fellas. Let's dive in. Plenty to discuss. Uh, a quick overview looking at early market offerings. We'll start with the softball, Evan Abrams. You joined us last year after the first round, I remember correctly. And we uh, dove in on some uh, end of. Quarter, you know, quarterbacks late in the draft, second, third round guys, possibly going into day two, day three. How is betting the draft, Evan Abrams, in your eyes, different from other markets? And you can keep that strictly to the NFL. Uh, well, as Matt Mitchell does like to say in this situation, with this example, you do have the answers to the test. When in gambling, it's obviously a game that needs to be played and a lot that goes into it. So information is good if it's right. And that's probably the best way to explain it because there is so much different information. And I'll be honest with you, and I think Travis might agree with me, 2024 is going to be harder than 23, which was harder than 22, because it doesn't make it easier, easy with all these different aggregator accounts, all these different people making up news, and all these different stories that basically try to fill news on a daily basis. It's a consistent uh, log of pump fakes is probably the way that I would put it. Uh, I'll just use one easy example. This is, uh, We are recording this on February 26th. It is a Monday. Things are starting to boil. Uh, and when you talk about Drake May, so three completely independent pieces of information. You would have one piece of information that he had this 80-yard pass that made him look like, you know, the Zach Wilson throw for everyone who remembers that one. And he had 80 yard pass through the uprights. It's viral. It's gone everywhere. People are falling in love with him. Then you've got mock drafts that have him land third to the Patriots, which obviously makes sense. And then with the third piece of information, you have aggregators and people like Merrill Hodge saying that Drake May wouldn't shouldn't go in the first round. So you've got lots of different information kind of coming from all different places. The best piece of advice is to organize it and try to figure out what's right. Travis Reed of Bet Labs joins us again this year. Travis, do you echo the sentiments of Evan Abrams that this year's draft, as far as a betting perspective, is more challenging than last year? Your do's and don'ts for this season. Yeah, I, and it's always tough this early. We'll get to know more answers as we get closer to the draft. Um, one thing, I guess a don't is don't overreact to the combine that's coming up uh, a lot of times we'll see huge numbers in the 40 and things like that. Um, and people just lose their mind. Oh, that guy's a first round pick. Now uh, definitely don't do that for the combine. I mostly want to look at red flags more than, you know, 
jump off the page numbers. So if a guy doesn't do very well, that might just, okay, he's, that might come off a lot of boards for teams. Um, so that's what I'm looking for in the upcoming weeks as far as a do or don't. Um, one thing as just a do is just in general is just have plenty of outs. Um, these lines, because the books don't actually know what's going to happen, <laughs> um, the lines are all over the place. So make sure you have tons of different outs because you'll see lines from for the exact same bets that are just way there's just a huge gambit of numbers that you can uh, that you can find. I mean, things that come to mind even last year, just from a news and notes standpoint, like C.J. Stroud and the Wonderlick test and Will Levis sitting still with his friends. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. They were friends uh, in the draft room and not here getting his name called. It reminded us a lot of Aaron Rodgers years back when he was taken at the end of the first round. Like all of that, and, and we hit on this so much leading up, uh, the distinction between Bryce Young and Will Levis, and, and the day of it was a freaking cluster, uh, figuring out where Will Levis would go, and, and, and C.J. Stroud ended up going to Houston with the pick that they owned and moved up to get Will Anderson. So, so much changed, starting from when we first chatted in early February or late February when we did our first episode last year uh, into the buildup. Evan, how would you say... Uh, Draft betting has changed in recent years. Just looking at markets and how to go about take out the the news element that's important, but just betting it sure. itself. Well, Travis actually just hit on probably one of the most important points. You have more books offering more lines and more independent lines. Uh, you know, three hundred to one might be a hundred to one, might be fifty to one in different places. So, uh, I think on that aspect, as long as you have the outs and you have the ability to shop, it's the draft season and even free agency season tends to be a. Yeah big opportunity to make sure you do have the ability to kind of shop around uh, because a line in a game that's three and a half might be three, a total that's 170 might be 169, but you're not going to find that much change with this. It is completely different. Uh, and also most people out there will understand there are lots of uh, minimums and maximums here, right? You can't get a lot down usually on some of these props, which makes it a little bit more difficult. You know, you can spread your uh, wealth across um, but it gets a little tricky. So this isn't exactly handicapping. It's more of um, bankroll management uh, along with the news and information. It, it's, a, it's a tricky thing. And there's a lot of people out there that absolutely love it because this is completely different than, like I said, handicapping a single game, which is, you know, a, a fun break uh, after football season. Good call out. Free agency starts March 13th, which is two and a half weeks uh, from the day we record here, Monday, February 26th. Anything to add there, Travis? I know you mentioned the combine, but just anything that you've noted over the years, how it's changed and how it's affected most for this coming April? It's one other thing. It's definitely earlier. These lines were never out this early. I mean, sure. there was first draft picks in November. Um, so <laughs> because of that, I think it's you want to like start to jump into it. And everybody does. But I do think you do want to wait. Um, you mentioned free agency where do some of these quarterbacks land? Where does Mike Evans land? Does If Mike Evans goes to the Chiefs, their odds of drafting a receiver in the first round are going to go down. Um, things like that. So you want to kind of wait for some of these things to, to land. Where does Russell Wilson go? You know, that may be a quarterback spot. Where does Justin Fields gets traded? That's another quarterback spot. So you want some of these things to start to get answered so you can start to really hone in on, okay, I think these are the landing spots for these positions. 
and not really breaking any news to the audience, but you know, come on, folks have looked at Tankathon. You've looked at your favorite team and where you sit in the draft order and looking at the top 10, all the talking heads you listen to. There are a lot of teams in that top 10 with the exception of one or two. And you could kind of make a case for a lot of them that need a quarterback. The chargers don't need a quarterback. Do the giants make a change Arizona? Do they stay with Kyler Murray? I think so, but we don't really know yet. So of those teams, and then you go to the teens, Minnesota, Denver, Las Vegas, they're all in the mix for a quarterback. And do we see a Sam Fran Miami kind of trade where the dolphins uh, decide we're going to trade out of our pick. Let Sam Fran come up as we saw in 2021 to go up and get Trey Lance, something like that. Does that occur again this year? Those are all questions that uh, we need answers to before we have a good feel for what the market might might look like. Uh, let's kind of, this is, of course, when folks tune into a, the Action Network podcast, they're thinking, okay, what can I do right now? What, what can I bet? But maybe the advice, Evan, is what should listeners do right now, not just for, to make a bet, but what should they be keeping a keen eye on right now? Uh, I mean, listen, for betters right this second, it's probably trying to disseminate accurate information uh and figuring out okay let's take a few long shots you know when i say that the 50 to ones the 60 to ones in my opinion that's what i'm doing at this point it's trying to figure out a piece of information and saying okay well if this trade goes down maybe this is possible um i'm not investing a lot right now i'm being honest with you the the example of last year where it was we were on this podcast and we hit that Michael Mayer to the Raiders bet. Like the longer I wait and the that more was a date information for the record. I, that was a just quickly for the record for the audience. That was a, a night. The conclusion yeah. of night one of the draft end of April night one overnight into day two before day two started. That was an overnight pick that you collectively came up with. Yeah, because I think the longer you wait. The more information you have, the more you can make educated decisions. Now, I completely understand that also the more information other people have, the more the line gets impacted and the shorter the odds could be. But at this point, I'm willing to kind of take some of those shots because I believe personally, I'm going to take a long shot that may not feel right at the moment, but I see a path to the conclusion. Uh, and that night the Raiders needed a tight end. He was, I believe 12 or 13 to one to go on that spot. Obviously a ton of teams in that position, but I'll even say it, I've hit more Michael Mayer's night before or day before two days before than I have trying to figure out where Blake Corum's going to go right now. There's just too many obstacles in my way to try to accurately predict that. Even if I'm going to go ahead and say, okay, he's a hundred to one here and 200 to one there. Let's put 10 bucks on both. I look back, I look in three weeks and look back at those bets and say, you know, they already picked up a running back in free agency and I can cross that one off my list. That tends to happen to me at least more than, uh, you know, oh my God, I nailed it. Great one, you know? Markets for where quarterbacks will land, talking not NFL quarterbacks, college quarterbacks, your Bo Nixes, your J.J. McCarthy's, Michael Penix. Uh, number one pick market is available with Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. All at the top of the board. Number one, number two, number three available. Bet MGM has the first overall pick available right now. So Travis, uh, what can listeners do right now? What What are you, Travis Reed, looking at on February 26th that you're keeping a close eye on right now that you can actually look at it and say, okay, I have some information here that is valuable right now. Yeah, one of the things you already do want to be looking at mock drafts from, you know, Daniel Jeremiah, some of these big names, 
because you can start to already get some of that information already. Okay, here's where they think these guys are going early. A lot of that's going to change. This is none of this is written in stone until Fluid. it's actually handed in. But it's just it's just to give you a good feeler. Okay, now I kind of have this idea of okay, I didn't even think this guy was going to be in the mix. Now he is, and then you can start to do some research. Another good thing you can start to do just make a list all the different beat writers from each team that you want to start tracking. And if you want to put that, you know, make a separate list and that's your draft list to keep a uh, keep track of. I think that's another good thing betters can do right now. So then when you start to go through that information, you can sift through it really quickly. I love keeping track of GM coach tendencies in draft. Uh, I use pro football reference, which everyone has access to. And uh, a, a friend of mine on Twitter, Cleve Ta, uh, Cleve Analytics has like a site that he created that has GM tendencies dating back to 2000. To me, some of that stuff is interesting, uh, especially when going back to see like what they'd be willing to do and what they're more likely to do in certain spots. So personally, I've found success in that just being like, okay, you know, early in rounds, you know, Ryan Poles goes offense. He doesn't go defense. Uh, you know, maybe that's something to think about. So I just bake a lot of stuff in, but to me, you know, where also filling needs is a big part of it, but I definitely look at the tendencies. That's a good point. Cause last year, I remember at the end of the first round, that was something that came into play with uh, back, you know, back end defensive players for your, they don't apply this year. Cause Cincinnati had a down year with Burrow being out, but Cincinnati Cleveland was another team that we kept a close eye on for going secondary or going linebacker yeah. at the end of the first round. There are some, Diamonds in the rough, some more risks can be taken by teams that are contending. And the needs, as you get closer to the end of the first round, you can hone in on them because they're good or they were good last year. So in theory, they shouldn't have as many needs as a team at the top of the draft because they weren't very good. Sounds basic, but it's important to keep in mind. The other thing um, is this. I'll I'll ask I'll ask Travis a question. To be honest, uh, what, like today you had news about the Chargers letting Austin Eckler test free agency, right? Yeah. You've got news that the Titans don't want to franchise tag Derrick Henry. To me, and these are just to add to that. Barkley yeah. and Jacobs are also unlikely to get tagged too. So. Yeah. So like to me though, each pillar of this news cycle, especially when it's official news, right? Like these aren't rumors. This is exactly what tends to be happening. I'm making note of all this stuff because to me, okay, chargers have what Joshua Kelly, like they're most likely to try to find a running back at some point. So if I'm going to start to look at the markets and say like corn, whatever it ends up being, is this a possibility? What do the odds look like to me? Trying to fit the puzzle together is a way to uh, find some winning bets. The core one is funny because I was looking at that. He's actually plus 170 to go to the Chargers. So <laughs> everyone's going to put that puzzle piece together. Like, oh, well, Jim Harbaugh is there. Like, he's going to take a running back. So I think <laughs> that's kind of gone too far that way. But I, I sure. definitely agree with the sentiment. You know, they're, you know, maybe a different running back to the Chargers will make sense once those markets come out, um, especially if you can get value of, okay, he takes somebody over Blake Corum because nobody would see that coming. So that would be a long shot type bet. Um, but yeah, looking at these, like where does Saquon sign? Where does Jacob sign? That's going to knock off some of the needs for the teams as well. Um, also, it's good to look at similar bets at the same book. I was looking at one today. Uh, Jaden Daniels was plus 130 to be the second pick, but he was plus 200 to get drafted by Washington, which is essentially the same bet uh, at the same book. Um, so definitely – look around at some of these markets um, because they're, they're independent of each other. 
just because the line moves at one, it may not move at another. So you can still get some value there. This podcast is proudly presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $158 in bonus bets when you bet $5. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another market that's fascinating. You both mentioned Justin Fields, or one of you did earlier. <laughs> who selects, who, you know, what team uses the number one pick? Is it the Bears the or the field? Um, the field right now is plus 400. Like, that's interesting, too, if the Bears do indeed hold on to Justin Fields, who I know, I'm sure people have heard, he unfollowed the Bears and the NFL, because that will keep him away from any news going to his cell phone, right? He just now, he will he is completely separated from the noise, Uh thanks to his unfollowing on Instagram. It's good for him. My, yeah, my, my assumption is, based off of that information, I, I think the Bears are going to take Caleb Williams. That's it. That That's it. my personal that's opinion. That's a hell of a take to end the first episode of the draft. Well, that's what I'm saying. I just don't think anything crazy is going to happen there because I think they need to take the franchise quarterback. They have the pick. Fields, we've seen it. He, I mean, 5-24, and 24, whatever it is, blame it on whoever you want. But at this point, it's worth resetting the money cycle to get a guy on his rookie contract. And even if you whiff, okay, that's fine. Fields wasn't going to be the answer anyway. And if he goes to Atlanta and does great things, fine. It doesn't matter. He wasn't going to do it in Chicago, in my opinion. So I think they're going to keep the pick. If they trade it, I would be personally be personally surprised. Travis, what do you think? Caleb's as close as a lock as we can get this early in the process. We're two months away. But yeah, they have to do that. Like you said, there's even if Fields was really, really good, you still you only get the first pick every, you know, granted they've got it twice in <laughs> yeah, two years in a row. But <laughs> normally, normally that does not happen. Yeah. So you got to take advantage when you can. They did really good on the Bryce Young trade last year to give you this opportunity to take somebody like Caleb. People were talking about Caleb, you know, two, three years ago you know, trying to get to this spot. If you have that spot, you got to take them. So uh, yeah, he's the pick there right now. The consensus is QB, 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 and then Marvin Harrison jr. At four. And then the draft really kind of starts at five, but we'll kind of see, like I said, it's still way too early. Um, we'll see how these dominoes start to fall. So the number two pick to me is something where I might take a long shot at some point soon. Uh, assuming if we are right and Caleb is number one, I don't necessarily believe that the two, three slot is actually figured out yet because both those teams just need so much. Like bringing in a quarterback at two or bringing in a quarterback at three doesn't necessarily maybe fix the issues on that team so doing something with those picks where like a marvin harrison goes two or three i think at this point two months out is possible so that's something i've been toying with a little bit keep in mind just last thing i'll say two defensive head coaches at two and three and dan quinn yeah. and gerard mayo 
and I'll leave it at that because I don't know. I think if it was a Kyle <laughs> Shanahan, hey, I'll move up 12 picks a couple years ago and go get my guy. It worked out in the long run. Didn't win the Super Bowl, but reached the Super Bowl. But that's something to think about too. Would Mayo, in theory, having some more say, they have front offices, but Dan Quinn's been a head coach before and got there with Matt Ryan a few years back now to the Super Bowl, but with defensive head coaches, do their organizational philosophies change as opposed to an offensive play caller who would just love the shiny new toy that is a top-tier rookie quarterback? All right, I think that's it for this week. And I want to just add the, the, the news that we can deliver. Adam Schefter, moments ago, offseason stands in contrast to last year. Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, uh, they appear they will not be tagged. So that creates a lot of uh, big names in the market for the running backs that believe they matter. Remember that story last year? We'll find out what the market tells us and what teams really think of them if they go uh, to free agency, which seems to be the case. For Evan Abrams, our director of research media at Action Network, Travis Reed of Bet Labs, Brendan Glasheen, thanks for tuning in. We have plenty more coming for the 2024 NFL Draft at the end of April in Michigan. We will discuss further. Keep an eye out here on the Action Network podcast for more NFL Draft episodes. The Action Network podcast presented by BetMGM. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you real soon. Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.